Welcome back everyone. It's time to take a look at my shortlist of high yield dividend ideas for the month of April. Each month, I run a stock screener to find potentially high quality companies trading for attractive prices and use a quantitative model to narrow this list to just the top 10 ideas that ideally present the best combination of quality and value. I'm not advocating that you invest in any of these stocks. This is just the process I go through to find new investment ideas or potential stocks I could add money to. I share it with the world so you can see my process and to give you a few stocks to consider each month as well. With the banking crisis last month, there was a lot of turnover on the top 10 list for this month and the long-term return was shaken up a bit in March. Let me go over the top 10 list for April 1st and then I'll break down the long-term results for you. Alright, before we dive in, let's see some stats for this month's watch list. The average dividend yield is 5.36%. The average 5-year dividend growth rate is a cool 31.01%. Collectively, the 10 chosen stocks appear to be 21% undervalued and are poised for about 14.5% annual returns in the long run. What these 10 stocks have in common is that they offer a dividend yield of at least 2.75%. They have grown their dividend, revenue, and earnings during the last 5 years, and all have a payout ratio below 100%. Okay, first up on the list this month is Pioneer Natural Resources, ticker symbol PXD. They sport a dividend yield of 13.34% and have a 5-year trailing dividend yield of just 3.57%, which implies the stock is grossly undervalued. The company does not have a steady and consistent dividend streak, so I definitely recommend you do your research on this stock before deciding it's right for you. Pioneer has been growing its dividend very quickly recently, which can be seen by its 5-year dividend growth rate of 216.58%. The payout ratio is on the higher side, at 78%, but still reasonable given the above-average dividend yield. Revenue and earnings have also grown very rapidly for the company at 35% and 92% respectively. My long-term return estimate for the stock is about 19% per year. This is a combination of future earnings growth combined with the current undervaluation and the dividend yield. Given the large dividend yield and the high undervaluation, none of this return estimate can be attributed to future earnings growth. Just something to keep in mind as you review the company. Pioneer popped up on this top 10 list for the very first time last month. It generated a pretty good return in March of 4.62%, outpacing the top 10 list and SPY. Up next we have PNC Financial, with a dividend yield of 4.72% and a potential 37% undervaluation. The company has a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 17.2%. It also has a very good payout ratio, right around 42%, and a decent history of revenue and earnings growth. My long-term return estimate for the stock is about 19.5% per year with a little more than half of this return tied to the dividend yield and the current undervaluation. PNC also popped up on this list for the first time last month, and it did not get off to the best start. Many banks and financial stocks were affected by the fallout of Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank, and PNC unfortunately was one of them. The stock finished March with a total loss of 19.52%, which is not favorable. But on the bright side, we get the opportunity to revisit this stock today at a much more favorable valuation. Third on the list this month is another financial stock, Morgan Stanley, ticker symbol MS. The stock offers a 3.53% dividend yield and appears to be about 26% undervalued. It has a very good 5-year dividend growth rate of 26.8% and a great payout ratio right around 48%. Revenue and earnings have grown during the past 5 years, and I am forecasting a long-term return estimate of about 12.5% for the stock. This estimate is split about evenly between future earnings growth, the dividend yield, and a potential return to fair value. Morgan Stanley first popped up on this top 10 list 20 months ago, and it had a mixed history of performance. Overall, the stock is down 3.96% since first joining the list, but it has offered positive growth over the past 3, 6, and 12 months. March was a bit of a letdown as the stock fell 9.02%, primarily due to the financial sector crashing as a whole. 
Number four is another financial stock, Truist Financial Corporation, ticker symbol TFC. The stock offers a 6.1% dividend yield and appears to be about 40% undervalued. Truist has a good 5-year dividend growth rate of 8.6% and a great payout ratio around 44%. Revenue and earnings have grown nicely during the last 5 years, and I have a long-term return estimate of about 13% for the stock. This estimate is primarily based on the dividend yield and a return to fair value, as analysts are not projecting any earnings growth for the company over the next 5 years. Truist first popped up on the list 29 months ago, and overall it's down 10.7%. March was a rough month for the stock as it fell 27.37% and pushed the dividend yield to record highs. Over the last 12 months, the stock is down nearly 37%, so it's certainly been a bumpy ride for long-term shareholders. Number 5 is Corning, ticker symbol GLW. The stock offers a 3.17% dividend yield and appears to be about 14% undervalued. It has a good 5-year dividend growth rate of 11.74% and a decent payout ratio around 70%. Revenue and earnings have grown nicely during the last 5 years, and I have a long-term return estimate for the stock of about 13%. A little more than half of this estimate is based on future earnings growth, with the remaining 6% split about equally between the dividend yield and a return to fair value. Corning first popped up on this list last month, and it got off to a great start, with a return of 3.92% in March. Number 6 is Unilever, ticker symbol UL. The stock offers a 4.34% dividend yield, and appears to be about 30% undervalued. The 5-year dividend growth rate is pretty average at 5.23%, and the company has a decent payout ratio of 57%. Revenue has grown rather slowly during the last 5 years, at just north of 2% per year, with earnings growing much faster. My long-term return estimate for the stock is about 15% per year, and this estimate is split about equally between the three factors I used to compute it. Unilever also popped up on this list for the first time last month, and got off to a great start, returning 4.01% in March. Number 7 is 3M Company, with a 5.71% dividend yield and a potential 37% undervaluation. 3M has a rather low 5-year dividend growth rate of 4.86%, and it's slowed down even more recently. The payout ratio is a respectable 58%. Revenue and earnings have also slowed down to a 1-2% per year crawl, but at least the company is still growing. My long-term return estimate for the stock is about 12% per year, split about evenly between the dividend yield and a return to fair value. 3M has been on this list for 29 months and is down 27.7% over this period of time. It's one of the worst performing stocks on the list. The company has been facing a lot of headwinds recently, and you better do your homework before moving forward with this stock. Number 8 is yet another financial stock, State Street Capital, ticker symbol STT. The stock offers a 3.33% dividend yield and looks about 20% undervalued. It has a good 5-year dividend growth rate of 8.45%, and a very nice payout ratio right around 33%. Revenue has grown nicely during the last 5 years, with earnings growing a bit slower. My long-term return estimate for the stock is about 13%, with about half of this estimate tied to future earnings growth, and the remainder equally split between the dividend yield and a return to fair value. State Street first popped up on this list 29 months ago, but it hasn't shown up in the top 10 list since March of 2021. The stock has a very good track record with a 38.49% return over the last 29 months. The past 12 months have been rough as the stock is down 9.95%. And last month was no walk in the park either, as the stock fell 13.94%. Number 9 is ExxonMobil, ticker symbol XOM, that is appearing on this list for the very first time. The stock offers a 3.32% dividend yield and actually looks about 63% overvalued. Exxon has a very low 5-year dividend growth rate of 3.02%, but it does have a very healthy payout ratio right around 27%. Revenue and earnings have grown nicely, driven by rising oil prices. My long-term return estimate for the stock is about 13%, with the majority tied to future earnings growth. 
And the last pick this month is Oenok, ticker symbol OKE. The stock offers a 6.01% dividend yield and appears to be about 8% overvalued. The 5-year dividend growth rate is decent at 6.58%, but it's been slowing down recently. The payout ratio is a bit high for my taste, just north of 97%. Revenue and earnings growth has been pretty good, and my return estimate for the stock is about 14%, with the bulk coming from future earnings growth. This is the first time the stock has appeared on this list, so I have no historical returns to share with you. There you have it. These are the top 10 high-yield dividend stocks my screening process identified for the month of April. The top 10 list from March posted an average return of 0.5% last month. This was better than VYM that finished the month with a loss of 0.6%, but it was worse than SPY that rocked a cool 3.71% gain. Year-to-date, the top 10 list is still averaging a good return of 6.31%, which is way better than VYM that is down 1.82%. SPY is doing a little bit better as it's up 7.47%. Looking at the long-term return, my list currently has a 14.14% annualized rate of return, which to me is pretty impressive. VYM is actually performing a bit better, with an annualized return of 16.02%. The high-yield ETF from Vanguard held up really well in 2022 against the broad market and my top 10 list. In total, there have been 74 unique stocks that have appeared on the top 10 list during the last 29 months. The average return for all 74 is 18.29%. 57 of these stocks have positive total returns since first appearing on the list, which means that 17 are sitting in the red. So as you can see, not all of the stocks this list presents have gone on to be winners. But on average, I think it's doing a decent job of presenting me with interesting ideas to research further. Shortly after I started tracking the screening process and sharing the top 10 list, I had an idea to start tracking a simple long-term buy-and-hold portfolio using this list. So each month, I would invest an equal amount of money into each of the 10 chosen stocks for that month never sell these positions, and keep doing this month after month. I started tracking this buy and hold portfolio at the beginning of 2021, then I started another in 2022, and a third one this year. The 2021 buy and hold portfolio has thus far generated an annualized return of 11.03%, compared to 9.78% for VYM and 5.68% for SPY. Going into its third year, this portfolio is doing quite nicely, and it can be a good example to show us that a simple strategy built around quality and value can work. The 2022 buy and hold portfolio had a pretty rough start, and it is thus far down 4.88% on an annualized basis. VYM's return for the equivalent period of time is minus 1.81%, and SPY is minus 9.76%. So the 2022 portfolio is not doing that well. But 2022 was a rough year for stocks in general, and VYM was persistently good last year. The 2023 portfolio only has 3 months of data thus far, but it is off to a decent start. It has a cumulative return of 4.81%, compared to a loss of 1.82% for VYM, and a gain of 7.47% for SPY. So it is outperforming VYM handsomely, but trailing SPY, 